as creators, there are so many things that we have to learn to be successful in this industry, from managing our content and our audience to our personal life and mental health. In Coached, a sub-series of Social Scoop podcasts by SocialMate, we work one-on-one with a member of our private creator coaching community, The Social Suite, and you get to be a fly on the wall during our call. I'm Kristen Busquet, and I've been a full-time creator for over three years and have brought in over $350,000 from sponsored posts and content creation collaborations with brands so far. Social Scoop is the podcast where we teach you, the entrepreneurial creator, to turn your online influence into a profitable, self-sustaining business. Let's dive right in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Social Scoop Podcast. My name is Kristen Busquet, and as always, I'm so excited that you're here. Today, you are listening to Coached, which is a series where you get to be a fly on the wall during a one-on-one coaching call with a member of our private creator community, The Social Suite. Today, we are here with Arabella Overton. She is a creator who shares content about married life, things to do, and style. If you're interested in getting your free one-on-one podcast coaching call, you can become a member of our private creator community, The Social Suite. Without further ado, let's dive right into it. Bella, I'm so excited that you're here. Hi, Kristen. I'm excited to be here. So for anyone who doesn't know about you and your page yet, can you give us kind of like a little rundown of of who you are and what you do? Sure. So um, my name is Arabella. I have been on Instagram like since since forever. (laughs) I've had an account um, as an influencer for like since like 2016, 2017, um, really when like static images and like really beautiful (laughs) curated content was all the rage. And so um, I would really say that my content falls into like the inspirational realm. Um, First, I start off with, uh, you know, photography, but now I love to do vlogs, um, share about married life, um, and just things that make me happy and just making my everyday just beautiful and yeah, romantic. I love it. That's so that's kind of what I do. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I feel like we all need to have the normalcy of our everyday lives like romanticized a little bit. Yes. <laughs> or else it starts to feel like very mundane. So I love that you do that. <laughs> yes, that's what I love, love, love doing. So there were a few things that you wanted to kind of go through, and they actually all really feel like they kind of mesh together really well. So we'll kind of just start off at the top. You had mentioned to me that you feel like your posts aren't um, performing as well as you would like them to because you haven't niched down enough, but you're kind of unsure on how to pick like one lane to stay in. Um, So tell us a little bit more about kind of how you're feeling there. Sure. Um, I guess as I mentioned earlier, I've been on Instagram for a while, and this was before Reels, before TikTok. Um, I saw a yeah. lot of growth in my account um, when I think I think I had a a knack for creating very visually inspiring, um, professionally shot, really uniquely edited images. And since yeah. um, like 2020, 2021, um, when Reels were really being pushed, I just feel like I've struggled to take that um inspirational kind of uh I'm kind of having a brain fart (laughs) like yeah like like professional high quality aspirational photography Mm -hmm. so I've struggled to kind of transfer that over to reels I mean there's so many different types of things that I like to do you know I love married life I love traveling I love style, but I wouldn't say I'm a fashion blogger. 
Yeah. Um, there's just so many different areas of interest that I have. And so I feel like I just struggle trying to think, okay, like what is the one hyper-specific niche or like the three perfect yeah. niches that overlap perfectly? <laughs> like, And I feel like, I don't know, my interests ebb and flow with time too. Like I'm married now, but I wasn't two yeah. years ago. So that's a new content pillar that I'm introducing. And so I just feel like with the history of my account um, and all the different interests that I've had over the last couple of years and, you know, how I'm changing as a person, like the last, I don't know, maybe six months, I've really liked making vlogs. I didn't start my page right. out by making vlogs. So I just feel like I've just had so many different nuances and so many different interests that I just feel like I'm an older account and I'm not super niche down enough to really like grow and get, you know, better engagement yeah. and a really engaged community. Um, just because yeah. of, I feel like I'm just not specific enough. Okay. That makes sense. So, I mean, the first thing I want to do is kind of like walk you through this mission statement exercise. And I can't remember, we, we might've actually gone through this like a while back, I think but we did. I want to, I want to walk you through it again. I think, I mean, even for myself, like, I feel like I have to do this fairly often. Um, because again, like we're always changing my account definitely didn't start anything like what it is today. So, you know, like that makes sense that you are changing as a person. And so you're going to be changing in the type of content that you want to create that is relevant to you um, as you, as time goes on, as you grow. So let's kind of like go back to the basics and like make this, make this very like simple and try not to overcomplicate it and then see where we end up. So my first question for you with these topics that you have, um, so we have like married life and then things to do where I know within that, just from watching your content, there is like travel, um, you know, maybe like food or, you know, kind of a little bit of lifestyle, I guess. Um, and then style or fashion. So with each of those topics, let's kind of break them down um, a little bit more. So married life, focusing only on married life, what is the reason that you want to share that content? I would say the reason that I like to share it is because, um, this is hard. This is hard. This is hard. It is. <laughs> the reason that I like to share it is because it's one of the things I'm most passionate about. Um, okay. I what do you got want married. people to get out of it? I think just the, um, I think it kind of fosters like a almost like an inspirational like um like look at married life. So it's kind okay. of I'm sorry, I'm so like you a little... want people No, it's okay, it's okay. So like you want people to be almost like inspired by what they're seeing. So like you want them to see mm -hmm. it as a, a source of inspiration. Yeah, because I wouldn't say that I veer into like there's a lot of like married life humor accounts out there. And I'm not that. Yeah. I'm more of like okay, here's the big milestones that we're celebrating. Here's us just doing everyday life together. It's just normalizing okay. being married in your 20s. Um, so normalizing, and, that's another like keyword mm -hmm. there. Yeah, like I would say like so, normalizing and inspiring. Okay, and what about, um, I guess like maybe this falls under like normalizing, but almost this like kind of sense of maybe like relatability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. 
Okay, so like those those three things, like you want that content to inspire people to, you know, normalize maybe like hard things that you talk about or normalize things that all couples might be going through. And then also have this aspect of relatability where like, we're, we're doing it too. Like you can, you can do it. Or maybe like, um, this is something that they, a little thing that maybe you talk about that you do with your husband that like other people might be like, wow, oh my God, I didn't know anyone else did this. Like mm-hmm. that idea that, uh, you're making content that shows parts of a relationship that might be relatable. Does that sound like pretty accurate? Yeah, definitely. And I guess something that I didn't mention as much, um, I got married when I was 22, which is younger than, I don't know, I feel like people in my generation tend to get married. So I think part of that um, normalizing married life also is like normalizing being married, you know, in your 20s as a a younger, like younger married couples Um, and how that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. I love that. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's put that one aside. Now, how about this? Uh, let's hop to style. I think it will be like a little bit easier. Um, so focusing solely on style and fashion. So what is your kind of like objective with sharing this content? Like we know you love style. You could just love style, right? But like, why are you sharing it with the world? Yeah, I I think this is also a little difficult too, because as I said, I wouldn't say I'm a style creator or a fashion creator um, just because it's not like I'm posting like fashion deals or fashion mm-hmm. hauls or a ton of try-ons. I mean, I do, you know, like here's my thrifting haul try-on. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more, it's more like here and there because it's just kind of like overall inspirational home fashion style. It's like a stylish lifestyle, which I know the word lifestyle is very vague. Um, but, uh, I think that's a better description because I wouldn't say I'm a fashion, like is a pillar of mine. Um, so like inspirational style. Yeah, no. And that makes total sense. So, I mean, thinking about what you just said, like how that's not really something that is a huge focus for you, like it's more like sprinkled here and there. So would we even really consider style a content pillar of yours? You know, like if it's not something that you're super consistent with, like maybe it could fall under something else that you are consistent with. Yeah, I feel like it's not a pillar. It's more so an element that's weaved into every type of content that I put out there. Like even if I'm creating something about uh, a travel day that we had, or it's a a date night that we had, um, it's going to be, you know, very aesthetic. um, And I'm going to be wearing a nice stylish outfit that's, you know, current with the times and all that. But, um, and you know, occasionally I will be like, Hey, try on this or style this piece with me. Yeah. Um, usually more in a talking format, um, just because I found that that's, I think, a little bit more like authentic and unique. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I still suppose, like, why I create everything stylish and aesthetic is I keep using this word, but it's all very inspirational and okay. like kind of romanticizing my day to day. Is that right? Okay. Clear? Yeah. Nope. Totally makes sense. So, I'm going to like, let's put style aside for a second, Mm -hmm. because I, I think you make a good point when you say that like style really is like weaved into all, like a lot of the other things. Um, Like I even think about myself, you know, maybe like a year and a half ago, like 
I would almost solely talk about social media and business, but I always had like a post where I had like a cool outfit on, you know? So like, I wouldn't ever necessarily consider myself like a fashion creator at that point. I was definitely more of like, you know, talking about social media and business, but fashion was something that was like a common theme, I guess, within my content. And and same with you. I feel like it could be something that Yes, maybe people want to see the, you know, the married life and the lifestyle content, but maybe they're also just watching your content because they like what you wear. And so Mm -hmm. I I think it's, let's shelf it for a second. We'll come back to it. But I, I like that way of looking at it versus style being like its own content pillar where when you're sitting down to plan content every week, you're like, okay, I need to make a fashion video, you know, because I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's exactly like what you're doing, you know, or like what Mm -hmm. your goal is. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking about this kind of like other, like almost like big, uh, kind of like topic here, you said like things to do. So tell me like what, what this consists of. Yeah. So, um, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but I'm from Indianapolis, born and raised. Um, and I love, love, love being downtown. I love being at the, in the center of it all. I love you know, finding all the new spots, going to the thrifting shops, the coffee shops, all of that. Um, I very much want to be where it's happening. And so over the length of my account, I will periodically share you like, try this new coffee shop, or you guys have to check Mm -hmm. out this new thrift shop in town, or um, just geotagging where I'm at. Sometimes it's just geotagging. Um, yeah. Sometimes people ask me for recommendations, like, okay, of the restaurants downtown, like, what's your favorite? Um, I There are accounts in Indianapolis, however, that are very, very specific. Um, and they really do a yeah. good job at like, local recommendations. And so something that I'm like, okay, well, I am an Indianapolis creator, it's in my bio. I do go to a lot of local places. I put a lot of that stuff on my stories or I'll make vlogs when I'm out. But part of me was like, hmm, you know, I also love traveling and I love, you know, doing things at home too. So like maybe instead of just yeah. like indie recommendations, I'm like, okay, what if I do just do like overall things to do or even more broadly, I could just say vlogs. I really think like vlogging is a very sustainable mm-hmm. type of content for me because it could be like a day in my life or you know, yeah, like get ready with me. It or just date is night what with us. it is. Like you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's not like really a big production. You're just kind of going along with what you're already doing. Yeah. So that's why, um, kind of like things to do slash vlogging. I'm not sure whether I should categorize it as either one of those. But I think the reason I share that is because people are always wanting ideas or what to do, or they're wanting affirmation in their day-to-day life by like, maybe I post a non-aesthetic day in my life vlog. And like, that's, (laughs) that's something relatable for them. Or I feel like people just like being a fly on the wall in other people's lives, like seeing what they're doing. And so that's why that's one of my favorite um, types of content to make and some of the most sustainable um, for me. And I also feel like, um, that's kind of booming right now too. There's a lot of those like blog or day in the life, yeah. but I feel like you still kind of need to be somewhat niche down even within that. Right. Um, yeah. I think it, I mean, with vlogs, like the way I look at it is like, people are going to watch a vlog because they like you and are interested in you. It's not necessarily that they're like coming for some specific 
like they're not coming to you like they are for me for social media tips. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people are coming to me for that value. Whereas maybe people with vlogs, they might be coming to them specifically because they just want to like hang out with that person. Right. Yeah. So kind of like almost two different, two different things here. And I think a lot of your content does fall under this uh, more like vlog style or like I, let's say personality driven mm-hmm. content versus value driven content. Yeah. Where again, like you're not giving like, here's five tips on, um, you know, like being married in your twenties, like maybe you are, but in, in that video, it's much more of like a personality driven piece of mm-hmm. valuable content. So I think we could first of all, categorize you as someone and if, Maybe you're in between right now, but it sounds to me like you want to be more in that, like you want people to come to you just to hang out with you, you know, see what it's like married life, see where you're shopping, see where you're, you know, going downtown, like hang out with you is kind of like Mm -hmm. the overall, like kind of theme on on what you're looking to do or like your, your, uh, like purpose, I guess, behind it all. But the thing is with this, and this is why having a niche that is value driven is is much easier because if someone wants the value they follow you and they get the value if you are more of this personality uh driven type of content creator now you have to talk people into getting to know you once they get to know you you want them to love you and then you want them to hang out with you every day or however often you're posting and so that's a little bit more difficult to get to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you have to spend time letting them get to know you, whereas someone with value-driven content just shares a good tip and they're like, sick, I'm in. Yeah. Um, so I guess this actually kind of, I know we're jumping around a lot, but I think this, it will be helpful. So this actually brings me to like another question that I had here for you. Um, like how much time do you spend like getting to know your audience or like connecting with your audience, letting people in on your life. Like, do you feel like that's something you could do more of? Or do you feel like you're doing a lot of it already? I feel like I'm doing a pretty decent amount. Um, This last month or so, I've I've been a little conflicted just because um, I guess for some history, um, I have been, I spent the last six months of 2022 as a full-time content creator, I was like super revved up after graduating college in 2022. And I was like, okay, I've been doing this for years. Like, let's just do it full-time. Boom. It'll be great. Um, and I spent a lot of time, I mean, interacting with people every time I post I'm interacting with people or responding to comments and DMS for like 30 minutes, probably. Um, you know, I try to share as much of my life and my stories as I can. I try to speak on my, um, videos so that it's more, um, relatable and more authentic. I feel like I do a decent amount of that, but the last month I've been like, I don't really feel like I'm building a super engaged community. I don't really feel like my account is growing or, um, my, uh, like videos are doing better. My reels or posts are doing better in engagement. So I'm like, feel like, okay, is this, is this worth it? Like, am I, you know, I feel like putting more time into doing those things isn't necessarily yielding results. And so it kind of has yeah, left me like, keep doing. yeah, this last month or so I've been, I've been trying to either find like freelancing or full-time social media positions outside of mm-hmm. like my own personal brand. 
And so I've had like this little internal conflict of like, okay, well, I've put this time in, I've been trying to grow this audience. I mean, I have an audience, but I've been trying to make it like really, really tight knit and growing. And I've just been like, hmm. So I feel like I have had a little bit of a conflict there, but I do think I still spend a pretty decent amount of time, a decent amount of time. Like I don't post and ghost, you know, I I talk a lot of very open. Um, I think I, I mean, it's not like I couldn't be any better. Um, I could always share more. I could always, you know, post more. Um, but I think I'm doing a decent job of that. Okay. Okay. So that's good. That's definitely like a good start, especially again, if we're going to go down this avenue of like more personality driven content. So, um, as homework, I would go through onto TikTok, onto Reels, whatever it is. And I want you to find like, who are the creators that you love watching who maybe are really similar to you where they talk about a lot of different things. Um, but you just like love going to their page, right? Like, and, and try and analyze a little bit more, like what exactly is it that is making you want to go there and hang out? Like, I, I think of this creator that I watch, um, her name is Brittany. I don't remember her exact handle, but I, she talks about fitness. She talks about clothing. She, I mean, she talks about a million different things. She's a student. So she talks about that. Um, and I just love watching her content because every single one of her voiceovers is like, it sounds like she's on the phone with me being like, oh my God, girl. So this is what happened. You are not going to believe it. Like she's talking to me like I am her best friend. And so it makes me feel so much more like she's like, she's really my friend. And like, I want to be there because I want to hang out with my friend. And I think that's one of the hardest things to do because I know, and I know, you know, from being a creator for so long is that, you know, in the last however many years that we've been doing this, we've been conditioned to create this beautiful content, have a perfect voiceover, not like skip over our words or say something wrong. Cause we want it to like be beautiful and perfect. Right. But I think with this personality driven content, you have to be like 100,000% authentically, transparently yourself. And it is so, so, so hard to do. Um, And I I think that's why this personality driven content is very difficult to like, it's difficult to gain a following unless you are like, you're in there, like you are 100% committed to like, I'm just gonna let it all out there and like, let my freak flag fly. And like, it's, it's out there. And Mm so I think maybe it would be helpful for you to go back on maybe skip last month, because I know last month was like weird for you. Go back previous to that and watch your videos and then watch the videos of those people again that you go through and you're like I love hanging out with this person and like is there a disconnect there like do you notice that like wow like maybe maybe something I do like could be a little bit more like showing my personality like and and again like I know you from the internet but like I don't know you in real life and so it's hard for even me to say like you're doing it perfect or you you could be doing it differently you know so I think Mm -hmm. only you and maybe the people close to you even like get some of your friends involved, get your husband involved and and say like, you know me, like, is this voiceover like 100% me? Does this feel like I could, you know, loosen up a little bit or like be more, you know, like funny if I'm super funny in real life or whatever it is. Um, And maybe that will kind of like open you up to like 
things you could change because when Mm -hmm. when we get into like your your next kind of question here of you know you're having this lack of growth you're having um you know engagement that you wish was higher i think those problems would be solved by you again like figuring out like exactly who you're you are on the internet basically Mm -hmm. you know like because again when you if you can look at your content and say i literally could not be more myself in this video then I think at that point then there's other questions maybe we need to talk about but I think that's a a good starting point to look at because if you can make small changes there then I think people will start to feel again closer to you they'll start to feel more like an actual friend like we're hanging out and then that's when that growth automatically comes and that's when that engagement kind of automatically comes um so I I feel like that kind of like first piece of like again how you're presenting yourself taking a hard look at that maybe will be the thing that can help you kind of get over this like little slump that maybe you feel like you're in Mm -hmm. um how does that like how does that feel for you Hmm. yeah I think something that has been on my brain over honestly like the last like year or two is just like trying to be like okay I've got all these interests like what content pillars should I focus on um and I mean it makes sense that what you're saying like it's more of like a personality driven page and also I think like an aesthetic and lifestyle driven page like that makes sense um since I have so many different things and I, I have noticed that um Sometimes when I try to do something that's like still something that I talk about, like maybe I'm like top 10 places to go in indie, like, or maybe I just do like a little, like, I don't know, trendy little video of me, like walking around somewhere pretty, like they don't usually perform as well, um, because it's not as, it's not as engaging. It's not as, yeah, yeah. it's not, it's not showing off my personality. Like I'm not showing my face. You're not hearing my voice. Those things definitely do perform better. And I guess instead of like thinking solely about, okay, what are my content pillars I can shift towards thinking, am I being authentically myself? Am I delivering? Like, does it feel like I I call it the FaceTime effect. And that's what I've been trying to um, incorporate in my videos is talking to someone just like I'm talking to you or talking to someone like I would, you know, call up my sister and chat with her or my friend. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so I feel like doing more of that. when you have this like personality driven when when vlogs are your thing, like you don't really have to worry so much about like is this my exact content pillar because again, like we're not maybe there for the content pillars, like we're there to hang out with you. So I almost feel like that's a the better route for you to go down because then you won't feel so like I know from from working with you that this like mission statement and content pillars thing is something that you're looking at a lot and so I feel like it would be way less of like a roadblock for you if you were to just not really have to worry about it you know like Mm -hmm. if you could say all right I'm going into downtown indie today like I'm gonna do a come hang out in indie with me video like that would be so easy for you you would feel like so free to do whatever you know like if you stumble upon um you know like this cool restaurant like okay maybe then you can just share the restaurant. And instead of you saying, oh, well, I don't really talk about restaurants and then feeling like you can't post that, 
it would be so much more, again, like authentically you and authentically in the moment and have that FaceTime effect if it were what's actually just happening and you didn't feel so boxed in by like a, the perfect niche and the perfect content pillars. Um, yeah. So I feel like that might be like more sustainable for you and mentally like less of a challenge to try and fit your content into these perfect little boxes when there are multiple different things that you want to talk about. Yeah. And I suppose like, you know, it is a little scary just because I do know that that type of, I mean, you could very broadly categorize it as lifestyle. Um, yeah. And I know that that is much harder to, I feel like diversify your income and to, you, you have to, as you said, you like, you have to be very unapologetically yourself. And it's very much like a personal brand, like it very much hinges on yeah. you. And I think that is a little scary because I know that that's something that I've been struggling with is like getting uh, what I, I don't know, getting recurring partnerships or keeping mm -hmm. past partners. And so, I mean, I guess like I just have to, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for sponsored content if 100%. you're doing something like that. Um, I just, I don't know if it would have, like, I'm curious what you think about other avenues for income with so, being more of like a, a okay. personality. So you're basically saying like, you know, how, if, if you are a creator who doesn't have like a very specific niche, how can you diversify your income other than just sponsorships? Is that kind of like mm -hmm. what you mean? Because it's like, how could I offer like, yeah, a course. You can't make like an ebook. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, and this is something, it's funny that we're having this conversation because I just got off a call um, before this with um, someone who is going to be doing a podcast episode with us all about like these like non-traditional forms of, of um, income for creators. So I think, first of all, it's very, it's important to like open your mind to all of the crazy things that are out there in terms of uh, the ways we can diversify our income. Like first thing we always think of is yes, courses, eBooks. Cause like they're the obvious answer, you know, like we mm -hmm. can all do them. We can all put them together. Um, if you have a specific topic you've grown your audience on, it's like perfect. They're going to love it. Like it's easy, but there are so many other things. Like again, what are, if you are someone who people like hanging out with you, they like your personality. How can we give them more of your personality? Maybe a podcast you do a podcast like and find a, a way to monetize that maybe you start working with um companies who want to be on the podcast and and sponsor the podcast and ads or or things like that um so maybe you could do something like that maybe you could um go onto YouTube and start doing longer form vlogs where YouTube's oh YouTube's ad revenue especially as of February 1st wild absolutely wild um so you could make you know put shorts up there. You could put long form video up there and have that be another source of income. Um, you could also do like maybe uh, like panels, you know, things like that about being in your 20s and, and just general like women uh, empowerment or like talking about relationships or talking about, uh, you know, being a business owner in indie. Like there, there are so many different topics that you talk about. There's a lot of different expertise topics that you could be on a panel for. Like there's a lot of non-traditional things, but it just, it's difficult to like sit down and figure them out. <laughs> um, sure. But just ask yourself, like, what are ways that I could give people more of my personality? How could people spend more time with me? whether it's in person or it's on the internet, 
Maybe you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a, a membership club or like a text club where, you know, people can uh, like come onto live calls with you every week and you just get the girls together and like have have a, a women community of just like women who want to make friends or again, like it, there could be so many different things. Um, mm-hmm. You just have to kind of try and ask yourself that question of like, how can I give people more of my personality if that personality driven content is where we're going? Again, sure. like the the value-based content, that's another completely different avenue. So like, again, eBooks, courses, um, memberships, you know, like I, I could still do all of the same things, YouTube, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but just in a different capacity, your, mm-hmm. your objective is getting your personality out there more so people can have more of your personality after they watch a 15 or 30 second video being like, Oh, I love her. I just want to hang out with her more, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's something that I feel like I've tossed up in my brain a lot because on one hand, I know what type of content is natural and enjoyable. Like we've discussed, you know, the vlogs, married life, inspirational stuff. That's all very natural, but I also have a unique skill set and history. Like I would consider myself a social media expert, a content creation expert. I mean, even being right out of college, like I have a lot more experience with these things. I have a lot of experience editing, creating content. Um, I know a lot about you know, keeping in touch with yeah. social media and like trends and growth. So part of me is like, I feel like I almost need like a page for like my inspirational stuff. And then I need, I almost like feel like I need like another page if I want to maybe explore, um, yeah. like being like a Instagram and TikTok growth strategist, or honestly, like a creator coach, like you are like, I feel like I just, yeah. I know so much. Yeah. So part of me is like, you know, fun, inspirational or value driven, yeah. And that's, I think, what I have the most value to provide is my social media expertise and my influencer marketing expertise. So I don't know if you think that, I mean, I know that you can monetize both, but I don't know if you think that like, is that too much to split yourself like that? Because that would allow me much more um, opportunities for income. Mm -hmm. So let me give you my opinion. Uh, And this is really... Either option that I'm going to give you will work. It's really up to you. I mean, yes, you're right. First option is you have two different pages. However, are you prepared to run two different pages and be consistent on both of them? Because it's a lot. Like I've tried it where we had um, a social mate page and then I had my regular K-Boost page and I would share more of like, again, like lifestyle. I'd show Andrew and then like more or whatever. And then I had social mates page, which was like strictly social media. Mm-hmm. And it was like the most miserable time of my life. For me personally, because it was just like a lot to do. And I and I found myself never being able to give the attention social mates page needed because I was too focused on my page because that's where I was bringing in most of my income. So you ha- you can test it out, see how it goes. Um, however, I it is a big commitment, you know? So like, mm-hmm. is that something you want to take on? You got to think about that. The other thing here too is if you are to have your one page, and you have your vlog style content is what you focus on, why can't you incorporate some of that social media expertise into your vlog style content? Why can't you do, uh, you know, like, come write an email with me, and then maybe you write your pitch email out and da da da, like, you can still give value, but it's just not like, hi, here's, here's your pitch email. And then like, you know, 
like it's not like a talking head video like what I do. Maybe it's like come along with me to go find the brands that I'm going to pitch to this week or you know, like maybe it's a day in the life as someone who's working in social media. And then you throughout on the voiceover, you give some tips or whatever it might be. But I think that there's a way that you could incorporate all of your expertise into this content. And I'm I'm sure at this point, a lot of your audience is also other creators who do find it valuable when you share things about social media. So I think they would enjoy it as well. You know, like, and it's such a huge part of your life, you know, like if you're going to have a, a page that's vlog style content and, and really getting people to know who you are, how could you not include social media? It's really mm-hmm. such a big part of who you are. So I like the second option better because I think it's more sustainable for you. And I think it's more authentic and natural because again, it's such a big part of your life. Um, but I think it would just take some experimenting to find ways that you could give that value that you want to give, but also have it be a really like chill, you know, FaceTime kind of experience, I guess. Yeah, that's interesting. Because like, I've been racking that in my brain for like, at least a year, or or longer, (laughs) like, I feel like I have these two things that don't really go together, like either your personality or value. Um, And maybe that's something I could think about. Because I feel like on one hand, I'm like, I just want a clean slate. Like, I just want to just find a way to just, I mean, I feel like if you've got, you're like, I'm a content co- or like content creator coach, like it's easy. You know exactly who you're reaching. Like you can yeah. just boom, boom, boom. It's easy. But if you're personality driven, it's like, how do I incorporate those two things? Maybe I can do a little bit more brainstorming over. You should. Yeah. Like maybe how I can incorporate that in my page. I just yep. was hesitant because I'm like, I haven't posed myself as a social media expert education based. And I don't want to throw that at an audience that's six mm-hmm. or seven years old at this point and completely wreck my engagement because it's not what they're coming to me for. But um, they are coming to you for your personality. You know, mm-hmm. like if that's if that's what you're trying to build is this relatable place where where people get to know you, get to know your married life, get to know the places you're shopping at, get to know the places that you're going in indie, the point is that they're gonna get connected with you, right? And so what what would make this any different? You know, like mm-hmm. they are maybe getting some tidbits on on social media tips or content creator tips. Cool. But they're also still getting you and your personality, which is ideally why they're coming. Right. So I think there is a way to do it. Gotcha. I think it would take a lot of experimenting and again, just like figuring out what works and what doesn't. But another thing mm-hmm. in, in looking back at what you said about the past month and, and kind of this like shift you've made and how you felt like almost discouraged, I guess, with how it's going. The other thing to think about too, is like, you have had your page for a really long time, your audience is pretty established. And so they're going to take some time to like mold into this new style of content, you know, so Mm -hmm. don't do this like new kind of experimenting with videos like once or twice and have, you know, perform really horribly and then stop doing it. It's gonna take time for it to catch on. And throughout the process, you might realize that you lose some people, but then you gain more people who really love you and your personality and the style of content. So it's probably gonna be like an uphill battle. But I think it's important for you to go through that and yes, it's going to suck and it's probably going to be really hard and discouraging. But when you get on the other side, I think you'll feel so much better because you'll be creating like what you really want to create. You won't feel so boxed in. You'll feel like 
it's very sustainable for you to create. And I feel like you'll finally get to that place of like, I like, I'm good. I got this. Like, I, I feel comfortable, you know, like after all of this time of like mission statements and content pillars and like, what do I do and what formats? Like, you just got to get through that kind of the hump of it probably not going very well for a little while and then give it some time to catch on. And if it does, then like, again, you're on the other side and great. If not, you kind of come back to the drawing board and say, okay, so maybe that didn't exactly work. Also, did I really enjoy doing that? And then you can Mm -hmm. kind of go through the same process that we're going through today where maybe we try different things out and, and see what you like and see what maybe works experiment with some other things and then hopefully that works you know it's a lot of trial and error at the end of the day okay well it's definitely some food for thought thank you Kristen (laughs) (laughs) yes of course of course of course so okay uh let's let's leave you here and I want to have you back on in the next couple of months after we're able to like go through this process and see how it went for you um and then we can kind of revisit and and see what's going on but how do you feel like a little bit better I think I feel a little bit better just because I need something that's sustainable for me, whether or not I'm working a nine to five. And yes. if I'm trying to keep up on some highly produced, um, difficult type of content, yeah. if it's, you know, maybe just a couple hours in the evening and over my lunch break, like, or, you know, I need to be able to have something that's relatable, sustainable. To, like yeah. sustainable for me. Yep. So it, I mean, yeah, it it's to good be. to have some other opinions too because I always get so caught up in my head about it but um yeah it's so it's so easy to look at that there you go yeah it's so easy to look at it only like you're you're in it every day so like it's very difficult to like see what everyone else sees or like you know get out of your head a little bit because you're so deep into it all the time so Mm -hmm. it makes sense it's very um very normal that that happens and that happens to me all the time so I definitely understand it Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. I hope you feel good. I hope you're feeling inspired for everyone listening. I hope that you guys, if you're going through the same thing, are also feeling like you have some trial and error that you're going to go through. Again, if you guys are interested in getting your own free one-on-one podcast coaching call, you just have to become a member of the best private creator community ever, The Social Suite. And we will see you guys next week. 